Okay, good evening. So we're going to finish tonight Bitsor, davening, so to speak, in distress. And the next week we'll start a new topic. It's not going to be as long tonight simply because I want to finish this topic before going on to the next of the ten forms of tefillah. And so that'll be the end of the first one. So we're talking about davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that we, if we do not uh, articulate what we need, we don't, uh, not just daven with... Uh, uh, so we have to articulate it, we have to, to daven, like every day uh, is so super necessary, and to actually say out what our needs are. As the Pasuk says, Hashem hears our voice. If we don't ask, we won't get. And it, it, the, the, the risk and the possibility of eternally, eternally not having the bracha that we could have had in our life because we didn't ask for it, is there a game of marshal, for example, of a doctor who has a son who's very sick, and this doctor can help the son, but the, the doctor's never informed. The father is never told about the son. And so Hashem deals with us. It's mentioned last week that if we, not that through Ruch of course Hashem is all-knowing, omnipotent, all-powerful, and He knows, but if we don't ask, we don't get. And the importance of us, of asking in particular, pleading, for our needs, and that's how we, we get our brach in our life. Now, to go on, says Rabbi Pincus, the end of the Dvaram, when the last Madrashim on on the Torah, on the Torah, on the Five Moshe, Chazal, he explains an amazing Chazal. It's actually a very famous Chazal. I once mentioned this in one of, um, uh, actually, not this Chazal. I, didn't, I mentioned this in one of our Drashas in, 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 in San Jose, but Having the major chazal that the tefillas Moshe Rabbeinu Shispal cast the Eretz that he was going to davening to go into Eretz for Moshe Rabbeinu going to Eretz was going to have not just a tremendous effect on himself, but he knew it would affect all the Jewish people. It would be the difference. You know, he cared. He wanted to do the mitzvahs to the fullest. He wanted to connect to Hashem in the fullest, and he wanted to make sure the Jewish people were aligned correctly when they got into the land of Israel. So he's davening, let me come in. It's the beginning of the uh, uh, right? When that time, what did Moshe do? Lavash sack. He wore sackcloth. And he cloaked himself in the clock. And he rolled in the dust and the, the ashes. He stood in prayer and supplications of the Baruch until figuratively, literally, the, the, the heavens and the earth shook. Hashem proclaimed, because he doesn't want Moshe going in. He had, it was a gzera that he should not go in. Uh, every gate of the heavenly abode of the Rekia, whatever that means, obviously it's not a physical gate, Called Bezin and Bezin, and every all of the Malachim who would sit and adjudicate and how uh, going up to Hashem, Shalai Kablo Tfilaso Shamosha. Don't bring that Tfilah in. Why? Because it was a sealed Gazar, a sealed decree. We're not going to discuss right now. It's a very important to understand what the ha- why Moshe was decreed not to go in, um, and why Hashem wanted to, so to speak, block these Tfilahs, block these prayers. That's not what we're going to discuss tonight. But it's important to know. But it's a shah, kara figured metaphorically, of course, Hashem does not have Bahala, but Hashem, like, 
Hashem uh, in Bahala and like in, in a hurryness said to the Malachi Asharis, Rodu Bahala, go quickly, close all the gates of heaven. Because his tefillah is of Moshe Rabbeinu, is like a sword, doimelech lecherif, shukarea umachatech, because it rips through and cuts through. And nothing could stop it. Why? Because he was using the shame of a forest. It was like the shame of uh, uh first, which he learned. Um, so Moshe Sinner Davani, he's using the shame Hashem. Literally, Hashem would have to be forced to, because Hashem creates the world in a system. We discussed that briefly before. And in that system, he, he deals with the world in that system. And Moshe Rabbeinu is dominating like a sword cutting through it. It's going to be answered. There's no way that Moshe Rabbeinu when he's davening with Kavanah using the shame of Hashem, is not going to be answered in the affirmative. And Hashem, for whatever reason, Divine Providence, we're not discussing this right now, does not want Moshe Rabbeinu to come into the land of Israel. So he's saying, Balak, all of the gates that his tefillah cannot get in. Now listen to this. That was how powerful the tefillah of Moshe, even if a total decree was against him, it would have been effective. Venu Ba'uzal, our sages come to stress how powerful the prayers were of Moshe Rabbeinu. And now we, let's, let's come, Lekasher, to connect that Medrash with the words of the Zayhar in Parshas Balak. This is a translation of it. There are three individuals who the, the, the David Melech and Tehillim and Psalms Calls a tefillah. Echad hu Moshe. One was tefillah le Moshe. We know we said on Shabbos. Echad hu David. Tefillah le David. Ve'echad hu Oine Ani. And one is a, a, a pauper. Tefillah le Moshe Ishalakim. Right. That the lashon of the, of the pasuk is, is, is the prayer of Moshe, a man of God. Tefillah zo she'ain kamo b'nachal. There's the Moshe Rabbeinu. Moses was the greatest person to ever walk on this world. Period. <laughs> he was the greatest navi, greatest prophet. There was nobody. One of our thirteen principles of faith. There will be never a prophet again like Moshe. Period. But so imagine the prayer of Moshe. We just described and elaborated how powerful the prayer was of Moshe. Literally, it was cutting through all the blockages in Shemayim. There's nothing that could stop it but for Hashem closing the gates of Shemayim. Tefillah le David is also in Kimo. There's no king like King David. David HaMelech, who's the author of Tehillim, the author of Psalms, most of there's no Ani. Um, and the Tefillah of an Ani, a simple, regular, normal Ani. It could be the guy down the block. It could be a person living today, whether they're in Shalayim, in San Jose, Texas, Chicago, any Ani. You have three tefillahs. The Lashon of Tehillim, Tefillah Lani. Tefillah Lani. Says the Zohar HaKadosh, Kabbalah. Right? Who is the, which tefillah is the most chashiv? Which tefillah, which prayer is the most important? Havi Oimer, Zak the Zohar HaKadosh, explains the Zohar HaKadosh, the tefillah Lani. Tefillah Zu Koydemes, that tefillah is as, as before the prayer of Moshe, and before the prayer of David. 
the Kodemus and his priority is more powerful before all other prayers in the world. Why is it of a simple ani? A simple guy, not you're not talking some righteous person, the Chavetz Chaim. You're not talking about this Godel this this hidden Sadak who fasts every Monday and Thursday. You're simple ani. What's the reason? Because an ani is a sure lave. He's a broken heart. Kasev Karav Hashem. We say in, we say in Asher every day. Karav Hashem Lenishbre Lev. Hashem is close to those who have the broken heart. While Karish Baruch Hu Makshiv Shomayad Var Hashem hears it. Kevan Shaani Hispalot Filoso. And when an Ani davens, everything opens up for the Ani. When a pauper davens, everything op- opens. You know, I mentioned once many years ago that the famous story that the daughter of the Lashem HaKadosh, the Lashem was one of the biggest Mekubalim, Lith- Lithuanian, Litvish, Mekubalim, Gadol, and Torah, and, 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 and she had tr- big, big, big Talmidim. He's actually, the Lashem is, was Rav Yashav. His, his, he is, a I believe, a great-grandfather of Eve or a great-great-grandfather of Eve so his daughter was infertile for like 16, 17 years. And she, she went, it's two stories, but they're both, they're both true, but the story of, which I'm not going to say, another story I'm not going to say now. But she went to a doctor, and the doctor told her, she took a train, she saved money, she went to this doctor uh, to discuss the oper- what, what, what were in those days of infertility, obviously not what it's in our days. And the doctor told her, is no way, no chance, Never will you have a child. And that's why you have a child, haven't had a child for 16, 17 years. And you never, ever get going to have a child. Impossible, young lady. Give it up. So she was devastated. She was devastated. And she got, walked to the doctor and took a train back to Hummel, where I think that was the town she was from. And the whole train ride, her, her feelings are just boiling over and she's never going to have a child what's going to be and she gets back to her hometown she runs to her house she goes into this shack behind the house and she starts crying and crying and crying to Hashem like davening the, I don't believe the doctor all oh, Hashem you're all powerful please let me have a child please let and her father the great Lashem came in and overheard her and he told her now you're going to have a child because it says Karav Hashem Chol Karav Hashem Hashem is close to all those who cry out in truth and that child of course was the great Rav Yashiv who was the father was a God of the Torah who was the father-in-law father-in-law of Chaim Kenyevsky and that happened because she was an Ani she was a pauper. She put all of her crying and tears into Hashem. So imagine the scissor of Pincus. These are awesome words. The Tfilah of Moshe Rabbeinu was an Ishelokim, a man of God. And his prayer was like using the name of God, which was which the Lashon of the language of the Medrash is Korea. It cuts through is not comparable, it's not the same level, as a person who davens, a broken person. 
Hashem hears our prayers and all of the Sadashmaya, which means all of us, by the way, as we discussed last week, are in We all have desperate needs. Some of us, I just had a call this week. Someone has a problem with a child. I can't even say, I wouldn't say it even on, on it wouldn't be recorded. How terrible, terrible situation. Mom is terrible. Like, oh and the person said, she's like, not Davin anymore. She just accepted. Of course, I said, we not Davin. I mean, other advice was, not Davin. On the contrary, now that you don't see any hope, now the, the only thing you should be doing is Davin. Now you should cry out to Hashem. We're all, but everyone has, we're all on Him. You know, the difference is, do we feel that way? Do we, do we, are we realizing that, you know, when, uh, there, uh, there are people with children, people with children who are not living the lives they want them to live. Of course, you have to down for them, but like an ani. Oh, there are people whether it's parnasa, their health, their spirituality, their ruchnius, their situation in life. If we down like an ani, and by the way, you don't have to be Moshe Rabbeinu. If I told you to learn, if, you have, if a person wants to be a galon Torah, whoa, that takes a whole life. If a person wants, but an ani whose prayer is higher, any of us can do. We just have to feel that Hashem, everything depends. And Hakar Hashem is karav, is close. He's closer to a person who's an ani than any great god at some level by the prayer. He, by the way, in, in brackets, Rapinkus points out, so we not connected to tefillah. Agav, no mizeh, we learn from this, ha'ara be very careful, a pauper or anyone who's poor, right? Some people have bad marriages, they have terrible tsaris, they're broken people. They're mamish broken people. They, they have such, so many issues, so many problems, and they're broken. Be careful not, uh, not to hurt them. Who, would you ever hurt Moshe? Imagine, Apikaris, attack Moshe, Moses, King David. And that she and the punishment for for her for coming against the leader of Israel, Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the leader of Israel, David Amalek, the king of Israel. Probably there are people who came against both of them, but they're punished. Certainly, an ani who's if they cry out to Hashem in pain, their tefillahs go straight to Shemayim. Maybe very careful. People are very very you know when they're when they're down and out, they, everything bothers them. Everything bothers them. So if Sefer in the in the in the in the, uh, the Chaim, the works of Chavetz Chaim, he has a little kuntress behind Avas Keset in the Kol Kisve on the in the, all the works of the Chavetz Chaim, the Shul has it and Amachad has it. There's is a little kuntress called Marginis Nasa Tava. Marginis Tava, by the way, was written by Rav son of Vilner, I believe it was someone of the Chavetz Chaim. It was all the Chavetz Chaim looked at it. One of his rebbeim is in his youth. It's an amazing sefer. It's a, it's, a, it's it's a kuntras. It's it's printed in the Chavetz Chaim. So it's forty five pointers, and they're for a person on a very high level. To be honest, um, it's, it's it's not for beginners. But forty five pointers, very the concise little things, which are very very powerful. Old style muster, actually. And in fifteen, it says the following thing: the Markinasa Teva, Lizaher. Listen to this. This is. It, this, these, what we're learning is, is ch- should change our lives. So this, this is Lizayr Shah Pachad, Vahatsar Vahakniya, 
that the fear, the pain, the, the humility, atzmo, a person humbles themselves. When they are when they're in danger, when they're in pain, and they, they they realize they need Hashem. At that moment, they're in pain. At that moment, they're in fear. And at that moment, they're humbled and they cry out to the Hashem. Says the Marginasa Taiva. The Chavetzchaim, I think, is the only in the Kol Kisvei. It's the only thing out that the Chavetzchaim didn't write. He brings this little contrast. So he says, Marginasa Tava says, "Kenyanag is atzmo. A person has to be afshu b'shalva, even though right now life is dandy. Life is wonderful. You're in good health, in good spirits, financially okay, family beautiful." No anti-Semitism. Life is good. Life is geschmack. No problem. The stock market's booming. Your finances are booming. You have lots of friends. Good relationships with your family members. Everything is just great. By the way, if you meet such a person, let me know. But if you imagine everything, everything's great. We all have moments where it's, it's peaceful. He says the fine thing. You should do that same time, even with life is great, you should still be with relationship to Hashem, with humility, with pachad, with fear, uvanava, with humility. Vini ikr halacha zuz this. It says, Talmud says in Sanhedrin, based on the Pasuk in Eov, Hayarach shuach loy batzer. Omer bilazer lo'elun yaktiv adam tefilatzer. A person should daven when things are good, that the tzar shouldn't come. Shomala, listen to this. Lo hiktim tefilas l'tzara. Ben Beis Elvin, I learned a story when Avram saw in the future what's going to happen uh, at the time of of, of Joshua when they're going to come in. There's going to be a sin, and he davened. If it wouldn't have been for that, the uh, the, the whole the whole sin of Achan, not going to learn the beginning of sin for Yahushua, the Jewish people would have been destroyed. But Avram had a nevuah at that point when he was traveling. And he saw it generations later when his children come in. This is an area they're going to mess up in, in this area, right after Yericho, right after the conquering of Jericho. And he dawned at that moment, before, way before, way before, way, way, way before. Uh, it says in Pinkus, this is, you want to do a good thing, uh, more than anything else to pre- pre- prevent it from having later damage. Uh, Da- daven now before it happens. Life is good now. Daven before you have a tzaraf. Shaharei apiroiv. We know, as we discussed earlier, that most tzaras, most challenges, most difficulties, is to get a person to come close to Hashem. Right? So Hashem, if you're not, Hashem makes, as I mentioned, like the avos, the imos, they were akar, they were barren. Because Hashem wanted to hear that, feel like he wanted them to transform. The Cain, Yaktim Adam, cry out beforehand, say, Hashem, please, you're healthy, let me be healthy. You know, Victor Miller, Victor Miller, Miller was one of the great Sadiq, so he every day <coughs> had, had Davin Atachayinen to be wise, and he, every day for, for decades, Prayed that he should not lose his intelligence when he, when he gets to the moment. Don't have Alzheimer, not dementia. Maybe a person has Alzheimer's dementia. I had a, I had a grandfather had Alzheimer's. It's terrible. You lose, you know, 
Well, uh, that dementia, my, one of my grandmothers, when she was very old, over 100, had dementia. Terrible. Right? He died until the end of his life. And Kachavar, the one passed away in his 90s, he had never had dementia. He never dementia. He was, he was lucid to the end of his life. So I asked, I heard decades of his life. So I asked you know, one of his children, I told him this, actually. I just told my, I had just seen that Victor Miller said this. He said, you should know, you know why he died in that way? Because his father-in-law, Rabbi Lesson, who was a big, big rov in Lithuania, big, big mashkiach, he had dementia at the end of his life. And he watched him. So for afterwards, for decades, he was totally fine. You know what that means? That every day you're davening, please Hashem, let me keep my intelligence at the end of my life. And it's 40, 50 years away. What are you worried about? 40, 50 years away. But every day he davened. And he davened, not like, he davened, I don't let this happen to me. That is a preventative. That's what the, that's the Mogadus of Tova saying. When things are going well, cry out to Hashem now. You know why? Because it ain't guaranteed. <laughs> it's not guaranteed. Nothing in life is zikr. And the only way to, to keep things going well is to daven to Hashem now. And I always says Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. You come to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, people make a mistake. They think they have a nice house, San Jose, Scatus, you know, they're healthy, that they have an extra also, that the changes could be, are, are minor. No, nothing in your Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is guaranteed. In one moment, the Xero uh, can come for Shemayim, no more family, no more house, no more car, what do I mean? In one moment, things could change. So, yeah. so Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, people could feel a little bit. But we need to feel that throughout the year. When, when we come, not during the day, when we come to the tefillah, we have to feel like an ani, and be, even when things are going well, to cry out to Hashem. Amnam, listen to what Pekka says, Allah should constantly desire that the Marganasa Toiva, this great safe, this kuntras, this great little book says, be careful that the same fear and pain and humility you have when things are bad, when you're in the ICU, means when you're going, when you're going, life is going, you're not in the ICU, you're healthy, you're in good health, dive in the same way. Right? There's a sakana in Bedavar. If the reason why Nazara comes is because you've taken life for granted and you're forgetting about Hashem. And by the way, the tzara that a person has in this world there's no such thing that tzara that's bad for a person. I mean, if a person has a tzara, a person has a difficulty, a tragedy, a, a challenge, it means for whatever reason, either because of their, a person's sins, a person's Gilgal, the reincarnation, a person's purpose in this world, a person to become greater, whatever, different strokes of the face, I saw him, you have to truly, to, to know the reason you have to be Hashem. I'm, I would never know the reason, neither would you. But there, there's nothing such thing as a bad tzara in this world. But very often that sorrow comes because a person is not connected to Hashem. And so Hashem says, I care about you. You don't want to get to the next world and be disconnected. You'll be eternally disconnected. So I'm going to give you an opportunity in this world to realize you need Hashem. You desperately need Hashem. So if you don't tap in beforehand to the way you need to get to there, Right is afterwards. You'll be forced to daven this way in the ICU, in the room, you know, in the rabbi's office, because 
you having problems with your finances or with your part marriage or with your children. Um, I've been this things, you know, people with their kids, you know, they take their kid, oh my kid's great, blah blah blah, and all of a sudden it goes wrong, oh then they cry. When things are good, no. But so if you don't daven, if you take life for granted, if you take blessing for granted, maybe it's a kind of, if Hashem cares about, you know, a guy, a Jew who's so far away, Hashem cares about everyone, but, but you, Hashem cares about, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna you'll learn. You're gonna learn how, how it means to be it. If you feel that every day you need siyat you need divine assistance, Thank you. First, thank Hashem. Say, please, Hashem, give me good health. Hashem, give me good health. Give me, give me the money I need to be successful. Give me the Torah for my life. Hashem, give me um, my children should meet the right people, be exposed to the right things. Somebody called me recently. It's a sick world. I never in my youth heard of this. You know, people thinking about the wrong genders. Told me about their, their, one of their relatives. It's not the first time I've heard of this. They don't know what gender they are. I mean, this is nuts. Nuts. Never, never, never. This is like, you know, if they would have lived the same people, you put them 50 years ago, they would have had no problem. But now, it's not, it doesn't happen. This, this, one in a billion it happens in Lakewood, or, or Yerushalayim. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. I'm around those. Happens, they're watching television and all kinds of shows. And they're watching movie stars and the press is pushing it, and you go on LinkedIn or Facebook, where they're going, it says they, them, he, she, we don't know what they're doing. So they live in a world exposed to sickness. Mishigas, crazy stuff. And so they put, it's suggestive to their heads. So you have some normal kid, one day, wakes up, and they don't know if they're a boy, a girl, a donkey, a horse, they don't know what they are. Right? It's crazy. You gotta dive it for every kid. But don't let your kids see, watch movies or television, or listen to music of certain people. It'll help also. But you know, I, I actually when he first told me, he said the dime from Chicago. I sit next to him every Shabbos. On Shabbos, David Meshul. He told me he said he had a family, a very very modern Orthodox family, and they put their kid. They lived, moved to an area in northern Chicago where it's not the Jewish area. They put their daughter in public school, and all of a sudden, within two years, she doesn't know what she is. She said, why do you put the kid in the school? Ah! So you know what that means? They weren't, forget the tefillah, they weren't scared, in one moment, life can change. In one moment, anyone can change you. I, I told you from the summer, I drive in a car, in one moment, everything can change. Hey, my wife told me recently, she almost got hit. Like, hit it. Right? One moment, everything can change. Person puts money in the market, person does this, they're in a great job, and the wrong boss comes out there. Right? Somebody accuses them of something. Whatever it may be. Person has to realize that the Dava when life is good, because nothing's guaranteed. Everything's to Hashem. So Haraivim at Tamandayim, the Raivim says, Kasim Chishla Lacham. The Raivim, of course, is a, a, one of the great Spanish Rishayim. See, um, Actually, for, for prevents this one, Spain and prevents. Uh, there are three rabbits. This one's from, from prevents. If he appears as that, in the old days, many of the ladies did not know Lashon Kurdish. So they were daven in Spanish or Arabic in Spain or French or later on Ladino or Yiddish. Below Tzibor, 
And so the Ravid says, it's not a good thing if they're not dominating in Lashon HaKadosh. She'en HaMalachim, the way the channels work of, of spiritual channels, the, 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 the angels only bring up Lashon HaKadosh, the language that they understand. But if you daven in the congregation, you daven in a minion, even a girl, once you're davening in a minion, anyone part of the minion, their tefillahs go up as a tzibor. It's always good to daven with a minion. Shasham shechina shayra, the tefillah goes up. Even a girl who's not part of the core minion, because we're not going to tell her now, right? Because she davens and because she's with the minion. Because the shechina is there, by the way, the Gemara says in Shabbos, when you're davening by a sick person, you don't have to say their name, because you, you can daven in Aramaic, you can daven in shorthand, because the Shekhinah is by the bed of a, of, of a very sick person. You're by, by, the, by a goisist, by a very chronically ill person, Hashem is there also. Aval, this is all the Lashon of the Ravid, this is from 800 years ago. In Mispalos, if, if you daven, the dimma, with tears, or crying out because of pain, you don't need the Malachim. It goes always straight to Hashem. The, the, the gates of tears, the gates when a person's in pain, right, those gates are never closed. Those tefillahs, and again, even if your things are going well, if you feel a, a level of, please Hashem, help me. Please Hashem, give me, you know, I need this, Hashem. And you're crying. Um, you just cry out, it's not even the tears. The rabbit says, just you feel tremendous kavana. Your tefillahs be heard, even if the malachim um, can't understand. So, Menashe, Mispalash, and Akash, but the Shuvah, so Kibo, Akash Baruch, the malachim, also Menashe was a king. Imagine this. He's a king. He was a Trotsky. You know, like Trotsky, do you know what the damage Trotsky did to the Summers is on the phone over here, on the phone. Trotsky ripped away Judaism for, um, from millions of Soviet Jews. More, by the way, Trotsky was the reason why the Communist Revolution was successful. Anyone who knows anything about Russian history, it was Trotsky who managed the army in the Civil War in 1919, 1920. He was the one who masterminded the whole thing. And really, if he wouldn't have been Jewish, Lenin wanted Trotsky to take him over. Stalin knocked him out. A different story for a different time. I mean, Trotsky was a Russia. He was a he, you know, Leib Bronstein was his, his halakhic name. He cared less about the Jewish people. He came and destroyed every, and he put the Yevetska on, and you know, they, they went, went, you know, the Muslims, a large part of the Caucasus kept their religion, even in communist Russia, because they didn't crack down on those areas. But he went to make sure every yeshiva was closed, every show was closed, ripped Yiddishkeit. So Menashe, this king, was put up his around Israel. He destroyed Jews' connection to Hashem. You, you know that you can't turn back the clock. And now Menashe himself is in danger. And he's in Babylonia, he's about to get killed. So he starts to cry, he starts and by the way, Menashe starts worshipping every idol, please help me. No idols helping, nothing. He's gonna, he's gonna die. And finally he says, I heard from my father. Right? I heard from my father, Chizkiah, right? his great father, they can cry. I'm going to try one time, and I'll see if this works. And Menashe gives a little bit of tshuva. And the Malachim said, no way, this Trotsky, this person, Menashe, who, you know, again, I'm not judging Menashe, <laughs> no one doesn't judge people for those, those times. 
But I'm just trying to, to illustrate what it means. This person, this person, you're going to let, no, block the tshuva. And the Malachim tried to block it, but because Menashe cried out, right, they, they, they blocked the, 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 the areas of, of, of prayer, but Hashem took the tefillah of Dima. So this is very important, Rabbi Saif. You know, we mentioned that the most powerful prayer, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu's prayer is so great. You literally have to close all the gates. It's like a cherev, like a sword. And Davin HaMelech tefillah is so great. The prayer of a pauper, of an ani, of a person who feels they need help, a person who feels they need a Yeshua, they need a salvation, that is the most potent prayer. And that, you don't have to be a pauper literally to have it. You just have to have a feeling that we need Hashem's help. And the Marganasa Tava said, this great person, the Chavot Chaim, brings his country, that you should have that feeling always. You should dial in that way always, that you need Hashem's help. And he says, that's a school where you shouldn't end up needing Hashem's help. You shouldn't literally end up that way. There's a danger if you don't, he says. Be careful, because if you don't dial in that way, it could be that you'll end up that way, because Hashem wants you to dial in that way. And we, saw, we also saw that even in any language, when a person cries out, they don't know Lashon HaKodesh, they speak in Russian. I remember once a lady came to Shul, she, you know, I don't want to say her name, She's crying. She's not being aware of Hebrew. But Hashem heard it too. She's not Russian or whatever. Ukrainian, Russian. Right? Because you cry out to Hashem, you know, Hashem always hears the tears. Right? And the tears could be, Hashem, just give me a shua. Tears could be every day. You know, you saw a parent have Alzheimer's. Imagine, I don't want that. Tears could be, I want to move to Israel because I want to live in Israel. Tears could be, I want my children to be tzaddikim or tzaddikonyases. I know people, they daven every day. That with tears, that their children should be righteous. The kids are good kids. What are you talking like with tears? But it meant they felt the sorrow. And to the extent we dive with sorrow, right, a tremendous school that feel should be listened to. That ends Bitsur. Next week, we're going to talk about a different angle on Tefillah, and that's Shava. But until then, you know, it's not mutually exclusive. All of these Lashayas and Tefillah, they're, they're, they're all true in itself. You know, the more we inculcate this, we will change our lives and we'll change the Jewish people's direction. Okay, thank you.